What's up, pop punk enthusiasts? Welcome to Pop Punk Promo. My name is Sydney, and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new here, hey, welcome on into our show. This is Pop Punk Promo. I am so excited to have you here. Here on our show, we love to promote small artists and we heavily focus on women in the scene. That is our passion. That is our goal. Women are often unheard of in pop punk, at least in classic years, the early 2000s where pop punk thrived. We really did not have any women representation besides Avril Lavigne and Haley Williams. So this podcast is designed to uplift and bring all of those incredible talented musicians to light. So if that's what you're looking for, pop punk promo is absolutely the place to be. You will absolutely find your brand new favorite artist listening to our show. Pop Punk Promo has moved to a bi-weekly release schedule for the time being. So every other week we bring you a brand new interview with a small artist. About 85 to 90% of the time it is a woman in the scene or a woman-led band. So if that is interesting to you if you are interested in finding women that are badass pop punk queens this is the podcast for you and if you know others that would absolutely love this type of content please make sure you share our show with them that would mean the absolute world to us to my recurring listeners thank you so much for tuning in every single episode every few episodes no matter how many times you have listened to an episode of our show Thank you so much for being a part of our journey. You guys are truly the reason we're able to keep doing this. And I just really appreciate the support so much. Again, if you have supported Pop Punk Promo in any way, shape, or form, if you have listened to a few episodes, all the episodes, only one episode, or you have agreed to do an interview with us, thank you so much for being here. You guys are the reason we are here. And We love music. We love spreading the love of music. And we just want to create a safe community where everyone feels loved and appreciated and we can all share music together. If you're interested in supporting Pop Punk Promo further, we do have a couple options for doing so. The first one is our listener support activated straight through Spotify for Podcasters. If you go to the bottom of this episode, there is a button that says support this podcast or something to that effect. And if you click on that, it'll allow you to give us a monthly donation to help support the production of our podcast. You can donate as much or as little as you'd like to using this feature. It could literally be as little as 99 cents a month. Whatever you decide is a huge help to us. Now, the other way that you can support us is through Patreon. We do have a few different tiers on Patreon that you can subscribe to if you would like to support us further. Some of the biggest perks to doing this is you get a featured artist sneak peek every single week. And you also get a discount to our merchandise store. So if that's something that interests you, go ahead to patreon.com slash poppunkpromo and check out the tiers and find the one that's right for you. All right, everyone, it is time to get to the news segment of our podcast. So without further ado, let's get into some pop punk news.
We are kicking off this week's news segment with a tour announcement. Our friends Set It Off are going on tour again next year across North America. They will be embarking on the Deathless Tour starting on March 13th in Orlando, Florida. They will be making their way all across the U.S. and parts of Canada, ending in Columbus, Ohio on April 30th. Set It Off will be taking a few incredible guests with them on tour, which includes Crown the Empire, Caskets, and Death by Romy. The Deathless Tour marks the first official tour that Set It Off is embarking on completely independent. Earlier this year, they released their very first single as independent artists called Punching Bag, and it is amazing. It is so raw. It is so real, and it has a dark tone to it, and Set It Off seems to be going in that direction independently, which I think is so cool. They then released a song with Scene Queen called Win Win, which has very similar vibes. And recently, they released a song called Evil People, and that one continues on the same exact vibe. I am so excited to see this brand new era of Set It Off fully come out during the Deathless tour. They even have a brand new song called Parasite that is coming out this week. So make sure you guys pre-save that and check it out tomorrow aka friday when it comes out i am literally so excited for set it off's deathless tour i have been waiting to see set it off again forever it feels like i don't think i've seen them since early last year sometime in 2022 it's been a minute so i'm so stoked to see them again i am planning on getting tickets for minneapolis but You guys can go to setitoffband.com for the full list of dates that they will be appearing at and make sure you get your tickets. You're not going to want to miss this era of Set It Off. I can tell it's going to be so fucking dope. United Kingdom, you guys are up. Slam Dunk Festival has released the second wave of incredible artists that are going to be performing at their festival next year. Now, a lot of you guys who have been following along with me probably know Slam Dunk Festival is like my biggest bucket list festival ever. I would love to go so badly, but of course there is a gigantic ocean in between me and the festival. So I will likely not be going this year, but one year, one year I will go. I am making a goal for myself. I will go to Slam Dunk Festival sometime in the next five to 10 years. I'm making it happen. I'm saving the money. I'm going to do the thing because There is always such an iconic lineup for this festival. So without further ado, let's get into who is going to be at next year's Slam Dunk Festival. So obviously Slam Dunk is like my top festival that I want to attend because it is like the most insane emo festival ever. And the UK is lucky enough to host this. So starting off, we're going to have Yumi at six, the All-American Rejects, Boys Like Girls, State Champs, by the way, playing the finer things in full, which they are doing this weekend in New York City, which I think is absolutely insane. So if you love State Champs, if you love the finer things, you're going to want to go to this if you're from the UK. We've got We the Kings joining the party as December falls. We've got none other than Water Parks, who you guys know are my favorite band ever. We've got Palais Royale, Pale Waves, Against the Current, Rory, Taylor Acorn, my bestie, I love her. We've got 
Honey Revenge, we've got The Wonder Years, Mom Jeans, I Prevail, Asking Alexandria, Set It Off, The Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, The Interrupters, Pennywise, Goldfinger, and so many more incredible acts. This is insane, you guys. I literally would die at this festival. I am so jealous of everyone who gets to go. So if you're able to get tickets for this thing, please swoop them up. Please go enjoy yourselves at this festival. It's going to be insane. As always, Slam Dunk is split into two different locations on two different days. Slam Dunk South is going to occur on Saturday, May 25th in Hatfield Park. And Slam Dunk North is going to occur on Sunday, May 26th in Leeds Temple Newsom. Now, tickets and more information can be found at slamdunkfestival.com if you are interested in purchasing tickets or learning more about next year's festival. We've got a few brand new songs on the release radar for you this week, starting with our girl Lolo, who actually started off this entire journey at Pop Punk Promo. No, I have not interviewed her yet, sadly. I'm hoping to get her on the book soon, but she was the first person that I talked about on my very first episode of Pop Punk Promo, and she's just amazing. She's truly one of the biggest inspirations for the show and why we're even here. So she has a brand new single out called Snow in Berlin. This one is definitely a sad boy song. Very sad. It is slower. It is very moody, but it is so Lolo in the best way, and I absolutely love it. I know you guys are gonna too. Next up, we've got another pop punk banger from our friends, Definitely Maybe. If you guys have been around for a while, you know that Courtney Klinkert, the lead singer, has been on, and I interviewed her, and she also joined our Women in Music Roundtable event. So she is a good friend of mine. I am so glad to have them in my circle. So they have a brand new song called One More Night. It is amazing. You guys should go check it out. It is available now. Next up is the musician I can't seem to stop talking about. It is Bronnie. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. She is a great friend of mine as well through the podcast and just music in general. She's so incredibly talented in so many ways. And she's got a brand new single out called 3AM. This one is going to be on her new album, Jaded, which happens to be her debut album. I'm so excited for Bronnie and everything that is coming up for her. She is such a superstar. Make sure you go stream her brand new song, 3AM. I'm obsessed with it. It is so Bronnie. It is pop punk to its core. She is so amazing. Go check it out. Next on our release radar is a brand new EP from the woman who was our very first interview ever on pop punk promo. It is Callie Rohde. Her brand new EP, The Rom-Com Tapes, is out now, and every single song on it is titled off of an early 2000s rom-com, and I'm so obsessed with her and this idea. This is so perfectly Callie Rohde. If you know her at all, she loves being inspired by the early 2000s. She was a Disney girl at heart. She loves all of that kind of stuff. So this is so fitting for her. I am so excited that she just released her brand new EP. This is a huge accomplishment and she is also so incredibly talented. Make sure you go check it out. Her brand new EP, The Rom-Com Tapes. 
Finally, to finish off our release radar, this one is technically still a pre-save until tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday, then it's already out. But today is Thursday when I'm recording this. Set It Off has a brand new song, Parasite, coming out tomorrow on Friday. So like I mentioned earlier, this is another song that goes along with their brand new era of Set It Off with evil people, win-win, and punching bag, and it goes along with the Deathless tour. So if you guys are loving what Set It Off is bringing, I highly recommend you guys check this out tomorrow. I know I will be, and I am so incredibly excited. That's a wrap on this week's news segment. I absolutely love bringing you guys some new content every single week and sharing some brand new music with you guys because as you know pop punk promo is here to promote small artists and brand new music so i hope you guys go ahead and check out all of those brand new singles and eps as soon as you wrap up listening to our featured artist interview so this brings us to our featured artist segment i'm so excited to share this interview with you guys this week this person who is the lead singer of the band that I interviewed. They are someone that I have been watching in the scene for a little while now, and I'm so excited to finally get connected with them. I met them originally through the Waterparks fandom, and it's just so nice to actually get to fully talk to them and learn more about their music and their band. So without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Spontaneous. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Pop Punk Promo. I'm here today with Reese from Spontaneous. How are you doing today, Reese? I'm doing really good. Good, good. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, So you're from Texas, right? What part of Texas are you from? From Houston. Houston. Perfect. Are you and the entire band from Houston or are you guys all from different parts? So we're all kind of from different parts. So, um... Ash, our guitarist, currently lives in Austin, but is from Houston. And Eddie currently lives in College Station. Um, our okay. drummer, um, College Station, but he's from Laredo. Okay, cool. Like, okay, cool. Awesome. Nice. So yeah, that's awesome. You guys are all like, how did you guys all meet and start started your band? Uh, we met online. I knew Eddie through um, like mutual friends on like TikTok, and cool. then. Uh, Ash and I had seen each other at shows all the time, so we just kind of got together and started doing stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like that's how I meet, like, 90% of my friends is just going to shows and being like, hey, we've seen each other enough times now, we should probably hang out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's how my boyfriend and I met, too, so that's really... really that's yeah. awesome. Oh my God, adorable. Uh, I did not meet my my girlfriend like that. We met on Tinder, but it would have been cool if we met at a show, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I forgot to ask you, what are your pronouns? I like they, them, but she, her is fine too. Okay. Sounds good. I will respect they, them for the purpose of this interview. So awesome. Well, I'm so glad to have you on here again, Reese. Um, Yeah. So I guess let's dive into spontaneous. How did you guys, well, we know you guys met, you know, just kind of through music and stuff, but when did you guys kind of start making your own music and how did that kind of become a thing? Okay. So um, it started off as me kind of making some instrumental demos and then like collaborating with like lyrics and stuff like that um because I've been I've been making music since I was probably like 12 or 13 oh wow so uh, I haven't really had a place to collaborate with other people 
Yeah. So it kind of started off with like, I would make a little like instrumental demo. Some people would write some stuff and just kind of back and forth. We kind of go back and forth on adding different things. And then it kind of just grew into a project, like a whole project. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. I love that. Um, so you started music when you were like 12 or 13, you said, what kinds of things did you do? Like, did you play a bunch of instruments or how did you kind of get started in music? Yeah. So, um, in like sixth grade, I started playing the viola. Ooh. So I joined, I joined orchestra when I was like, I was 11. Yeah. Sixth yeah. grade. Um, and then from there, I just kind of started collecting more and more instruments. So I have a ukulele, which is what I learned next. And then I went from that to guitar, which was a pretty easy transition, to be honest. Um, that's cool. a guitar. And then I did bass. And once you learn one string instrument, most of them are really easy to pick up after that. So See, I, I've always wanted to learn guitar, but I've always it just like it always seemed so tedious to me. And like it always like it hurt my fingers. And I was like, this sucks. But it, like it's so cool. You know, like I, I've so always wanted to do honestly, string instruments. I would totally start off doing like ukulele first because the strings are softer and there's less strings to think about. That's true. That's true. And then you kind of get that like muscle buildup. Yeah. Cool. And, like positioning your fingers and everything. And then going from that to guitar is like way easier. Okay. That's good advice. Yeah. I love that because I, I guess I didn't know that. Um, I have played saxophone for like 13 years. So I really? that's like my main instrumental background i've played alto sax for forever i played a little bit of tenor or whatever so yeah i i would think like it would be super cool to to make that into something like a gig but i don't know i i played all through college and kind of just haven't picked it up again so but i would love to it'd be so sick to do like a some features for people i've thought about it but i don't know yeah if you guys need a saxophone you know i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Uh, you've really just play like a ton of instruments. That's so sick. I love a multi-instrumentalist. So that's that's so cool. What do you play like all of them for the band or what's kind of like your main focus? Um, so I started off doing bass at our shows. Um, most of the like demos and instrumentals of like the studio stuff is like me playing. Ash does some like rhythm guitar stuff. Um, but since I kind I write a lot of what we do. Yeah. So it's just easier for me to track that down. But live, I only do vocals now. Oh, wow. So, okay, yeah. cool. That's super awesome. I love that you do like so much of the writing and so much of everything for it. And then like live, you guys all come together as one unit. That's that's so cool. It's really um, it's really cool to like watch everything kind of like grow, I guess. Yeah. Because um, it starts off as like a little demo in my bedroom. And then it's like people are like hearing it. Yeah. Support. So. Yeah, that's got to be like so insane too. This is why I love talking to people who are are still like growing their music and stuff because it's it's so cool hearing how you guys are like, oh, I wrote this in my bedroom like you know a few months ago, and now we're singing it on stage and people are singing along with me. Like that kind of thing just must feel so insane. Like it's kind of mind blowing. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I I know I would feel like that if I wrote like something like deep for my heart, and then all of a sudden people were singing it back at me. I'd be like whoa like that's that's just got to be absolutely insane Mm -hmm. um how many live shows would you say you guys have done so far honestly not that many we don't try to play super super often yeah um especially because we are all kind of living in different places so it is we have to plan like really far in advance to make it i'm sure yeah (laughs) um so our lineup was kind of rocky at first so we played a couple shows with like 
different people completely. Yeah. Um, I would say like four or five. Okay. That's super awesome. Sick. And I'm assuming that's all just in like Texas right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any plans to do anything like out of state or is that just kind of something floating around maybe in the future? Maybe in the future. We have nothing set in stone. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to get um kind of a community locally yeah. first. And yeah, then- which obviously makes sense. Yeah. And I honestly I came across you guys because I met you through the water parks fandom and then we met at Sad Summerfest briefly. Yeah. And that's kind of how I found you guys. And I, I want, do you get a lot of people from other fandoms? Cause like you, you're pretty popular on TikTok. I, at least I think you are, but I, maybe you don't feel that way. <laughs> um, so I, I get some people from TikTok. Um, Eddie also has a pretty big following on there. So that kind of overlap is cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of, we have a huge overlap with water parks fans, which is not necessarily a bad thing. So, no, it's not. It's not. And obviously, I love them. I have them all up around me, behind me right now. Like, yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm wearing my anti tour sweater or sweatshirt. So, I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I love them. So, like, I don't think it's a bad thing, but yeah, they're, yeah. they're super cool. Their music is great. I've been a fan since, see, they're from Houston. So, I've seen, yeah, yeah. I've seen them around since i was like 12 oh yeah that's that's absolutely nuts and how old it's are like, you right now you're like early 20s 21 20, okay sick 21 yeah i'm 23 so we're we're similarish in age and i i didn't hop on the water parks bandwagon until like 2019 that was when i like really started to get into them but yeah mm-hmm. you've you've just known about them forever so that's that's so cool yeah they have like a little special place in my heart because of that so it's it's really cool to yeah. watch them do that and it kind of gives me a little spark of like hope i guess because i'm like if they if they're from my home and if they can do it i can do it too you know exactly exactly i love that attitude so much and i i love that little just kind of like built in promo you get from just being a fan of their music and like you you, you know what i mean like you've got a, a ton of people around you who now like see what you're doing and it mm-hmm. it enables you to be able to grow a little quicker which i think is so awesome so yeah yeah, that's awesome. So I'm assuming you guys are just an independent band right now because you're so small, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I figured as much. Um, how do, how do you like that? Is it like how do you feel about being independent? Do you like have a label you'd really like to maybe be signed to eventually, or are you kind of just chilling with what it is right now? It's just always like the dream labels, like like hopeless is always like a been a goal yeah. of mine. Like they're oh yeah. They're, <laughs> a huge name in like the alt scene um but i haven't really i haven't really tried i guess well yeah um, yeah i suppose ourselves a little bit more to give them like something tangible to see right yeah um, but as of right now i really do like being independent because we can kind of go at like our own pace and mm-hmm. um i'm about to graduate college the other two people are still in college so that makes it really hard to like yeah i can't like even that. yeah i can't even imagine like i graduated about a year ago now and I can't even imagine trying to balance all of that and do school like that's that's so crazy next next weekend yeah oh my god congratulations that's awesome yeah that's so cool are you like did you go to school for music at all or is it something completely different so I'm actually going to school for digital marketing cool Um, okay that's that's what I did not digital marketing just marketing in general but yeah that's mm -hmm. what I went to school for too that's cool that's really cool it's yeah. super interesting to it is i really enjoyed all my classes and stuff so yeah and honestly it can be applied to like 
anything really and like mm-hmm. especially like branding your band and everything like you can yeah. use that for anything that you want to do and like I use it every day like with the podcast and everything like it's it's awesome it's it's a really great like a really great thing to go to school for in my opinion but yeah, yeah. for sure yeah um and then I guess so speaking of personal branding do you want to talk to us a little bit about like what you want people to see when when they they first hear about spontaneous what do you want your like your personal brand to be and like what would you say that is surrounding spontaneous that's really that's a really good question i, I suppose yeah. also like you, like what genre you tend to f- like consider yourself being too as well something like that okay um that's such a good question i always don't i never know how to answer the genre question right <laughs> i like so many different kinds of things and i really try to incorporate everything that i like into my demos and stuff yeah and so like we have some songs on the our upcoming project that um some of them are really tough like the one that we just put out the song in your dreams mm-hmm. is it's tough it's it's heavier than it is absolutely single off of our release intoxicated so i it's kind of all over the place and i take inspiration from everywhere so my mom it's my mom said that she would <laughs> describe our music as indie punk but i, like I that. it's kind of up in the air so yeah no i kind of get the same vibe and like even so i i listened to the new single in your dreams and i i love it by the way i think it's really awesome and um i the beginning especially it's like kind of a long drawn drawn out like guitar riff and Mm -hmm. it feels almost like grungy to me you know like it's and and the way that you've um like done the vocals it it feels a little old school but not in a bad way you know what i mean like i i really really enjoy i think it's a really fresh like take on on rock music and i think it's awesome so thank you it's actually funny i when i wrote the riff for that song yeah i had been listening to hella good by no doubt on repeat and so it's almost the same baseline but it's not but it is i kind of spoofed it to be honest i okay i i'm actually not familiar with this song and i need to listen to it now so i can compare but that's super cool and i i love how what you're writing is like inspired kind of by what you're listening to at the time like Mm -hmm. that's that's so cool i i just i love music so much i could talk about it forever but (laughs) yeah that's cool um so i guess since we're already talking about in your dreams do you want to talk a little bit more in depth about what the song's about and maybe some other inspirations that led you to the lyrics and just kind of the final product yeah so in your dreams it's it's a tough song it was really fun to write because i was i was really angry about a lot of things <laughs> and there's some lyrics from uh like ash and from uh another person who was helping us write at the time mm-hmm. um, and i was i was really upset there was there was a time where i kind of had lost a lot of friends and yeah. Some people were talking about me behind my back, and it was it was really not a great time for me. Yeah, that's so I kind of never just, fun. Yeah, I kind of went over dramatic, and I was like, "You can't hurt me anymore." You know, yeah. like the gist of the song is basically, "You can't hurt me anymore," even though you want to so bad. Yeah, yeah. The main like motif is like, "You can only hurt me in your dreams." You're thinking about it, you're striving for it, but I, I'm done. I'm over it. You know? Oh, yeah. So, I love that. I, I think that I'm like a better than you, but I've moved past you. Yeah. 
And that's awesome. Like taking the high road too. Like I definitely would write a song like that. Like there's been plenty of like friendship falling outs, whatever that I've had that just like, I, you know, it's like, it's not worth my time anymore. You know, it's like, even if you want to try and be friends again, it's like, you already did me wrong. Like, don't need that. Don't need that energy in my life. So I love that so much. I thought it was really cool that like, that's what I was writing about when I wrote some of the lyrics. And then, um, Ash was reflecting on like a past relationship and yeah. of someone who was really, really awful to them. Yeah. And they were writing their verses based off of that bad relationship as like a overcoming like an abusive like partner. Yeah. And I love that they can find that power from that song when I was not even thinking about that when I wrote some of the stuff. It yeah. It, we came from different places to make something collaboratively and I thought I think that's so cool <laughs> no, I I love that shit like I think that's awesome too like I I love what like not I like a different scenario but kind of the same as like when someone writes something and then like the song's put out and then you're listening to it and it's like you think of it completely different than what it was like intended but like mm-hmm. this is different because you guys wrote the same song coming from different point of views and it still like meshes and has like a similar meaning i think that's just so fucking cool like that's awesome yeah oh. it's, it's it's one of my favorites it's so over the top it's so dramatic but i i love it like it's, it's yes so i'm here for it i love a little petty song you know i love it <laughs> you're funny there's another one coming up but Ooh. we don't have a release date for that one yet that's okay it's, ready. it's okay it's ready to see the world it's just not not the right time yet Mm-mm. all right all right i'm 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 ready whenever it comes out i'm ready i'm here for it i'm so excited oh my god amazing um i guess okay so now talk to me about so a lot of what i like to talk about on this podcast is i like to uplift women or women presenting people in the scene because we don't have a lot of them um yeah. it's getting better than it used to be but it used to always be like avril and Haley williams so yeah. <laughs> I guess as like a woman presenting person, um, have you felt like how have you felt about like making music as a woman in the scene or as a woman presenting person? Like, have you felt any hardships? And like, I guess even not personally, like what's your take on it kind of? Yeah. So it's a really weird line to walk um, where I don't really necessarily relate to a lot of like the feminine experiences. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And so like, I kind of don't write about, those experiences even though stuff like that has happened to me like at shows and stuff there'll be like some sound guy who's like yeah super nice to all the other bands and then talks down to me and i'm like or only talks to the guys in the band and i'm right you know or the people that they assume are guys whatever like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like that not cool yeah it is really fun to kind of create a space where i feel comfortable Mm -hmm. yeah being who i am yeah um there's obviously going to be some people who are not over the top about it (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah I I don't know like I I think it's so good and just it's amazing that you can just be strong as yourself and you know exactly who you are and it's like don't let people push you around you know it's like whether you're a woman you're non-binary you're you know a member of the lgbtqia plus community anyone like you should be confident in who you are and no one should like push you around for that and i just that's just super awesome so good for you and i'm glad that you haven't like felt 
too much, you know, there's always going to be some off-putting comments. But And I know that. And I kind of try to avoid putting anything out that could invite that, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's 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 sad that you even have to think about that, you know? Like, I, I really, like, part of why I, I, I do what I do, like, with this this podcast is, like, I, I want to try and eliminate those possibilities from even being a thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I... You know, I really just want everyone to feel included. Everyone can make music. Everyone can enjoy it, you know. And, yeah, and I yeah. appreciate that. That's really, really cool. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and like I said, you're amazing for just not l- taking shit from anyone. Like, <laughs> e- even, like, writing a song about, you know, like in your dreams where you're you're calling people out in a sense, like, that's one step to, like, not letting people fuck with you. And that's that's awesome. Yeah. 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 You're welcome. Um, All right. We're going to move in a completely different direction. We're going to talk about TikTok for a moment. So how do you feel about TikTok and like using it as a promotional site? Like what has been your experience kind of with that? And how do you feel about the site? Yeah. So I found that kind of making more like organic stuff or doing like trends. Yeah. Boost you so much better than like. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen to my song. Nobody wants that. No yeah. one. I go on there and I'm like, hey, I put out a song. They don't know me. They don't care about me. They, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to go look for that. But putting yourself out there sells your product, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I've definitely gotten some of that boost from like my personal page. And we did, Spontaneous did a couple like trends on our page that like did super well. Um, we didn't have. We had one song out at the time, so it didn't really <laughs> do what we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. T- yeah. TikTok is just such, it's such a beast of like a platform. I feel like it's like, you have to and, get and, lucky too. Oh, like, yeah. Like there is a good deal of luck in it because like you could make like something that you think is so amazing and other people think is amazing and then you put it out there and like it, flops. it just, yeah, it just doesn't <laughs> get the attention you want. But then you make something in like five seconds and it like could be the one that gets like, hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of views and you're like what what's happening what here happened? so happened right here? like yeah so i i really like what you said about like no one is just going to be like oh this person wrote a song i'm gonna sit here and listen for it like for a second like it it makes sense to follow the trends with either the audios or like um i don't know dances or like filters or something you know and then be like oh by the way check out this song i wrote you know because then at least you mm-hmm. hook them in first so yeah, it's it's very interesting. And honestly, I haven't posted on TikTok in so long and I feel like I should, but I just yeah. it's so exhausting. <laughs> I've kind of lost the motivation for it. Yeah. Well, I guess I've gotten like more sensitive to negativity recently. Oh, and so like everyone has something good. to say all the time. And like I'll post something that I think is funny and they're like, Well, what about blah 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 blah? And I'm like, I don't care. Like <laughs> You're like, I thought it was funny. (laughs) Like, you're like, I didn't ask for this. Like, I just wanted to be funny. Like, I don't know. Like, posting, like, offensive stuff. It's just, like, people always have something. Like, one time I posted a video about how we have cheese at the grocery store. And I got flooded with, like, Europeans being like, you don't have real cheese because you're not from Europe. And I was like, here's the cheese section at my local grocery store. I have what? cheese and they were like no die and I was like oh whoa I, I posted it like two years ago and I'm still getting comments about it it's really it's actually funny terrifying it's funny at this point <laughs> but like 
it's so much and like I, that's so random what the hell i think it's really funny but i didn't know that there was like a cheese thing in europe like i didn't know that they like thought they were fancy or something like with me <laughs> i live next door to wisconsin and i we have the best damn cheese ever like yeah <laughs> like it's amazing <laughs> Wisconsin's whole brand. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I live in Minnesota. So I, I live, like, it only takes me like 30 minutes to get to Wisconsin. And then there you go. Good cheese. Like, oh God, it takes me 30 minutes to get to Houston. Then I live there. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I technically live in a suburb of Minneapolis. So it takes me like 15 minutes to get to Minneapolis. But like, I say I'm from Minneapolis, you know, because I don't want to disclose too much of where I live to people that yeah. I don't know, you know, but <laughs> like 30 minutes outside of Houston is like, yeah, Houston's gigantic. And like, same with like Dallas too. Like, I mean, everything is bigger in Texas. Okay. We know this, yeah. but <laughs> wild. Like, yeah, I visited Texas for the first time last year. Um, Like I was telling you, and I was just, I had never been to a Bucky's before. Okay. And it like blew my mind. I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Okay. <laughs> no, every time I have a friend that comes to visit who's never like been to Texas before, like I always take them to take them to Bucky's. And Bucky's is like the number one thing. Yeah. Uh, it was so cool. I'll take them to like like a barbecue place. I'm like, listen. Yeah, yeah. You have to get like good. Like I'm not a barbecue person, but like you have to get Texas barbecue. It's That's literally what I did. I went to Bucky's. I went to a barbecue place, and then I went to um a sweet tea place it was like hto uh -huh. i think is what it's called uh-huh yeah i fucking loved it i thought it was amazing <laughs> so what oh, a too and i cannot wait we i have a friend from europe and she's planning on coming to visit eventually in yeah. the future no yeah. plans yet but like i so badly want her to like walk up to the counter and order a whataburger medium because that those drinks they're this big like the oh, medium is that's insane huge and i'm like that that's like, that's literally insane like it yeah. is because like i've like i we don't have whataburgers here but i think i've been there a couple of times but yeah it's like insane like i can't even believe it ginormous yeah yeah what we do have here is culver's have you ever been to a culver's no Oh, it's so good. And that's like we have cheese curds, french fries, like the best burgers. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's a Wisconsin treasure. It's amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's amazing. And I worked there for like six years. So, like, I'm kind of sick of it. But, like, yeah. But, yeah, that's like our like crown jewel up here in in the midwest so mm -hmm. <laughs> that's cool yeah i i really enjoyed i was in texas for like five days i think and I, it was it was awesome so yeah. it was cool but yeah all right let's talk about some music now we talked about texas for a while let's talk about music <laughs> so all right if you could curate your own three band lineup like you and like three other people who would you want to go on tour with who would be your dream? Like realistically? Mm. Or let's do realistic and then let's do anyone. Okay. Realistically, <laughs> I would love to. Okay. I stopped keeping up with like bands as people. So uh, I apologize if <laughs> that's okay. I haven't been on like fandom internet in a while. So honestly, it's probably better for your health. So. Absolutely. It absolutely <laughs> is. It is. I, I kind of stopped doing that too. I only briefly check in sometimes that I'm like, this is, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yes. I would love to tour with 
like Joyce Manor. I Ooh, think that would be okay. so fun. I would also love to tour with Night Deep. Yeah. I sort of doable, but I don't know if it's like the same vibe. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that'd be like a successful tour, but like I love that. I feel like you don't have to have like exact same vibes as a band to go on tour with them. Like as long as you're similar enough in a genre, like I feel like it would be fine. You know, I I could see it. I could picture it. I like Neck Deep. I I have a Neck Deep tattoo. Like I love that. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Oh my God. I love that. I, I, I've seen them quite a few times now from like Sad Summer Fest and other things and just whenever they've been around. I They're so cool. I love them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. So we've got Joyce Manor. We've got Neck Deep. One more. Okay. Um, Is it still realistic or is it like... This one's still realistic. Then we'll go for the... Okay. Okay. Man. Okay. I know I this question. I listen to so much music. This is so hard. Okay. There's a band called Fiddler. There's... Okay. They're so fun and like I'm unfamiliar. I'm gonna have to listen to them. I I love them. I've loved them for so long. I know nothing about them as people, but like I need I need to see them so bad <laughs> for a long time. And so mm-hmm. like I would love to be with them. No. Okay, cool. All right, we're manifesting this. These are your realistic ones. You're gonna go into it with all three of them one day. It's it's yes. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Now for your unrealistic, ungodly, you would love to go into her with all these people. Let's go. <laughs> oh god. Okay. First of all, like Fallout Boy. Like, oh my god. Yes. Okay. Like, I let's. Bro. It seems unrealistic, but I feel like it could be like they. They've been bringing on smaller acts with them lately, you know, like I would say Daisy Grenades one, but they're also signed to Pete's record label. So like that's but you could you could also be signed to Pete's record label. I could one day. You never know. <laughs> oh, um, that would be sick. Oh boy, like my cam. Yeah. Oh my god. So unreal. Oh, that would be unreal. Um, totally unrealistic. Actually, like Paramore, like I, I'm okay, yeah, the big three, like they're t- yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, those are all absolutely like dreams. Like that would be so insane. And I mean, like I pass out like every night. I mean, like <sighs> I can't believe it. Like, like <laughs> hey, it can happen. Keep like keep your dreams high. Like you could you could do it. I <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Not to hype you up or anything, but like I think you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's amazing yeah you named a ton of amazing bands that i also love so i love that awesome all right next question so do you guys have any upcoming live shows for people to attend as of right now no no darn but um <laughs> we might be playing a couple shows in like the first upcoming months of the okay. year um cool. we should have to, like book them and get that started but yeah. stuff has been in the works, just not like official yet. Yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. Well, people from around maybe Houston, Texas, anywhere. Yeah. You guys might get to see them sometime in the new year. That would be amazing. So hell yeah. yeah. All right. I'm gonna ask you another question that will make you think, and I'm sorry. Okay, but I a- love asking it. Um, what is one song that was written by another artist that you wish you would have written yourself? <laughs> okay give me a second give me that's, a second that's that's fair enough yeah it's such a hard question like even if you could name like two of them too like one is hard one is really hard i'm always just curious what people will say though because like okay. yeah i'm trying to think because i'm thinking like lyrics specifically 
because I listen to so many like different types of music that like yeah. musically it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> lyrically, honestly, I have a couple things that are like running through my brain right now. Um Sam, I wanna know. <laughs> okay. One of, this is like one of my top songs of like all time. Mm-hmm. Um Overwhelming by John Bellion. Weird, weird oddball there. Yeah. Such a solid, solid song. That in Bloom by Neck Deep, I think that oh. song is yes. Perfect. Oh, I, I love know, that. I song. know it's one of their popular ones. I know it's like their song. It's like yeah. their song. Yeah. I wish I wrote it. It's oh. it is a perfect song, I think. It doesn't matter if it's like one of the most well-known songs. Like if it if it connects, it connects, right? Like Oh, and it's yeah. a great song. It is an amazing what? song. Like I truly like I don't think it's like overrated at all. Like I, no, I, I truly it love it. That, like it deserves yeah. to be like their staple. Like it is so yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. That and like I don't know. I think I think probably in Bloom by Nectiv, I'm gonna land on that one. Awesome. I love that answer. Oh my god. Like, yeah, because I like I was saying, like a ton of there's a ton of bands that have songs that you're like yeah, that one's their most popular, blah, blah, blah. But I truly do not think In Bloom is overrated. Like, I I yeah. genuinely love it every single time I hear it. And I've heard it, like, hundreds of times now. Like, yeah. it's so amazing. It hits, uh, it hits the soul. It just... It does. And it's it amazing. It. <laughs> Live in concert, too. It's it's just an awesome it's magical, song. almost. Yeah. It's played at the end. And, like, I something takes over me at neck deep shows and i'm in the pit the whole time like i i don't leave i'm like i was i was literally gonna say i remember that sad summer fest you were in the pit like so much during like a lot of it like every once in a while i just see it because you've had the same like blue hair for like a while now and and at one point i think i ran into the pit and i was like hello again and like we just went our separate ways and like you're just it's so funny like it's just so fun watching you dallas I ran oh. into a like a follower of mine in the pit, but I was like, so, like running into him like head first, and he goes, "Do you make TikToks?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> That's so, so insane. Like, I I don't think I've actually been recognized from like TikTok or anything yet. But oh my fucking god, that would be insane. Experience. Like, it's really cool, but it's so like jarring. Yeah, yeah, th- it is, and. Like, I, I have that platform because I I don't really use it that much anymore. Yeah. Whenever I do get recognized, I'm like, oh yeah. God. like <laughs> I know it's it's so funny and uh, honestly one of the most embarrassing but like hilarious things ever was I like it, it was a water parks meet and greet and I walked up to him and Austin was like, oh my god, I know you from TikTok and I said literally like wanted to to die. I was like, please oh don't god. say that. I feel like they memorize everybody's faces just to be like, I know you and like scare them. It's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause, and I was like, oh my fucking God, this man did not just say TikTok right now. I was like, I'm active on like Instagram way more than TikTok. Why did he say that? And then like the next one, he was like, oh, I know your name. Your name is Sydney. And I was like, I'm terrified. Like, <laughs> no, the like, way Austin recognized my mom what <laughs> this past tour and i was like how do you know her like how do you like that's huh? actually insane like have you brought her to like multiple meet and greets no she's met them once <laughs> it was like that? oh is this your mom and i was like and he was like christy that was her name and i was like what? <laughs> no, that- 
I actually don't understand him. Like, he is so insane. Like, I don't know how his brain works, but I would like to know. Like, it's, it's so funny. That's so, so, they're so funny. They are so funny. And, like, there's a reason that they're my favorite band, and they've been my favorite band for the last, like, five years. Like, because yeah. they're amazing. And, you know, people will say they're annoying, but... It takes a special... Per- it takes a special... It, like, it does. Know. I agree. And... Is Austin annoying? Yes. Does he know it? Yes. yes. But we still love him. Charming. <laughs> we still he love him. He's self-aware. Oh, and I yeah. think that's the driving factor. I think it is. Yeah. Because like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it, it, at least he is aware of his chronic online use and whatever. <laughs> but it's there's, um, there's a reason that he goes offline and just ghosts everyone for like a few months at a time every once in a while. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to do that, but I feel like I don't have the self-control to do that. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to stop talking about water parks because I know if I keep talking about them, it won't stop. So we're going to stop. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, God. Do I want to give you another hard question? Right. Nope. Okay. All right. If you could listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? One album? Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Between two. Okay. It's between two. They're both My Chemical Romance. It's between Ooh. Black Parade and Danger Days. And Ooh. here's my here's my nuance. So, Danger Days is my favorite. I yes. love those vibes. I think it's so fun. The album it makes me it makes me happy. And I'm yeah. like, people like hate on it because it's like their happy album. Grow up. <laughs> They're Grow allowed up. to be happy. You're allowed to be happy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Danger Days is one of the. Black Parade is the other because I think that album is perfect. It's such a staple. Uh, it's, it's such amazing. a staple. No skips. They nailed it. Oh my god! Yeah. It's 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 amazing. Like uh, when I think of yeah, when I think about no this question, done, no one's done that, and no one will do that. Right? You know? Like right? And like they, they're just so iconic, especially for the Black Parade. Like you yeah. can't ever do that again you can't recreate something like that like it's it, they're so unique in their own way it's just absolutely amazing i mm-hmm. couldn't agree more and yeah i love danger days too but i i think um i like three cheers for sweet revenge more i really like that yeah. one it's i like totally that one a lot it's yeah cool. the concept is really cool um yeah it's to listen f- if it was the only album i had to listen to i think i'd get overwhelmed it's yeah, a lot. Sometimes. It is. It is. I, I agree. I appreciate the artistry, and none of the songs are bad. Don't get me wrong. I just yeah. I have to be like in the mood for three cheers to like get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. And it, yeah, if you're picking one for the rest of your life, like you want to make sure that's something that like will fuel all of your needs. You know, I guess mm-hmm. you know. So that's perfect. That's I'm saying danger days is because it like there's like the really like fun stuff. There's like the weird stuff. There's the soft stuff. There's like I got all my moods covered. Yeah, you I know. love it. I guess so. When I ask myself this question, I usually would say it's like "Fandom" by Waterpark or something because I really love that album. But I listened to it the other day. It's it holds uh, up. It, it holds up. It's it's still amazing. I still love that album so much. But the other one that comes to mind always is "The Peace and the Panic" by Neck Deep. I think that that album is absolutely perfect. Like I. There's not a single skip on that one. I just think it's absolutely amazing. Like, 
I I don't know. I a lot of Neck Deep's discography is like it's not a hundred percent my vibe, but that album is like it's everything to solid. me. Like I think it's absolutely incredible. Like I yeah yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and I know I know you like them. That's why I brought it up because mm-hmm. I I just think it's a masterpiece. So yeah, no, for sure. Oh my god, I yeah, I would die for that album. <laughs> All right, another question for you. Okay, who would you love? Who would be your dream artist to collaborate with in the future? Okay, I'm so I'm so I mean. have so many like. <laughs> I have so many artists. That I want to like nitpick their brains, right? Be like, how does your brain make this stuff? Yeah, you know? like, of course, like everyone knows I like water parks, blah, blah, blah. but like, I would love to collaborate with Austin. I think the way yeah. that he structures his songs is really cool. I think his lyricism, especially with like, like entertainment and like Double Dare, like the lyrics, yeah. unmatched. I would love to like question him on how. He comes up with the storylines for everything because, like, he connects everything and he has a plan, like, years before we even know it's going to be a thing, like, which Mm -hmm. I think is so insane. And that's, like, one of the reasons I, like, am so, like, inspired by by him and what they do because it's just, like, he knows everything and we can sometimes guess what's going to happen, but, like, not fully. Yeah, so, I know. Like, it's crazy. I would also, you know, I would love to collab with Tyler from Twenty One Pilots. Oh, I think, yes. <laughs> I think that like Trench. Oh my God! Is yes, such a beautiful album. A lot of it, he like, he writes like all of their songs. But yeah, I would, I would love to like songwrite with him. Like even like like once. Yeah, like one time. Oh my god! You know, I think that would, yeah, I would like throw up. I think uh, <laughs> I he's one that I, I would love to meet him and Josh so badly. Like they've been on my bucket list for like years and years at this point. Like I I just want to talk to them. Like and I'm I'm so glad you, you like you said this because like yeah, they also tell a lot of stories and like their mm-hmm. their song the songs and the albums and it all comes together and I just would love to like live in his brain for like an hour and just like yeah, explore their album, everything their albums are like way like super conceptual yeah i'm a sucker for concept albums and i yeah. know um muse does a lot of concept albums too yeah they do um, and i think their songwriting is also super interesting and like intricate and yeah it's not necessarily the songs individually but they always have like a beginning middle end like it, you can always mm-hmm. follow the plot line of the album whenever you listen to muse and i yeah. think it was so cool and i would love to like do that and if matt melanie wants to songwrite with me then sure but oh my god amazing <laughs> yes. i would also like lose my mind but <laughs> oh my god i love all these answers we're, we're like on a similar wavelength to so much of this because like yeah these are all people that i for years i feel like have just wanted to like just talk with them about music you know like so many people are like yeah i want to meet them blah, blah, blah. but it's like i don't just want to meet them i want to like have a have a conversation like, about their music like actually not just like mm-hmm. you know not just like hey i love your music blah 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 like yeah that's actually like awesome. nitpick their brains and like go in depth and i i feel like i'm pretty decent at at least talking about music i can i can talk about music for so long and if you if you yeah. let me ramble I will just keep 
rambling and rambling about it yeah like if there's somebody else (laughs) who i respect that wants to ramble with me yeah i i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more all right let's manifest this one day you'll get to write with austin knight one day you'll get to write with tyler joseph one day you'll get to write with the guy from muse that i don't know what you said their name was i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i i am familiar with muse just not the people you know what i mean so but yes i'm manifesting this for you that would be i would I would cry for you. <laughs> like, no, I think I would like lose my mind. Like I try not to like fangirl anymore, but sometimes it's really hard. Like sometimes it's like super hard. To, like, well, not it is. That. I mean, okay, you're 21. Yeah, I'm 23. We're still young. You can still, and even if you're not that young, you can still fangirl. It's like you know, but just yeah. having your priorities straight. But okay, something I literally just remembered just now that I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, because I forgot it happened. Didn't you go on like a 21 Pilots game show or something? Was that like a thing? Yes, I did. So oh my God. Please tell me about it. It was insane, actually. So MTV found me through TikTok. I don't know how. Like, That's I don't really so post about 21 Pilots. I think I posted about going to one of their shows, maybe. Yeah. But I was not like in the fandom like that. Yeah. I mean, I was on Twitter when I was, like, in high school, but, like, we don't have to talk about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But they found me through TikTok and then messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey, I'm with MTV. We're going to be doing this thing. Do you want to, like, do you want to, like, audition? And I was like, I mean, an audition can't hurt. Yeah. Then I was supposed to audition and then it got canceled. And then, like, two months later, they DM me again and was like, okay we're actually doing it this time like we want you that's so insane so i went through this whole like audition process and they quizzed me about like my knowledge of them and i was on pilot's twitter in high school so i knew a lot (laughs) yeah that is impressive oh my god it was crazy and then you know what's really funny so that whole game show thing we filmed for like five hours and I filmed for like five hours and it was so incredibly staged. Like I'm telling you, like anything, like anything that you see on MTV or like any game show, it is all staged. Yeah. That, like that doesn't shock me. Like yeah, no. <laughs> sponsored, it was sponsored by Rockstar Energy. And they sent so much Rockstar Energy to my house. I'm telling you, <laughs> in cases, in cases, in cases, in my garage first. It took me like a year to drink it all. That's insanity oh my god i don't even like it that much anyways uh, i so, don't either but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> so we had to drink it in the video like the whole time and they okay the setup of my room there's nothing up <laughs> to my wall like there's yeah. nothing on the floor up to my wall right yeah and so they made me sit in front of my this used to light up but my, the power went out and the lights Whenever the power turned back on, the lights burnt out. So my light wall doesn't work anymore. But I had this light And they were like, yes, like, use that. We want your guitars in the back. But you have to, like, have a desk to set your rock star on. And so I didn't have a desk. And so I had to stack, like, books and books on, like, a nightstand. 
and like <laughs> kind of behind me and they're like yes this looks so natural but like if i breathe the wrong way it would fall over um oh my god this that. is incredible <laughs> and they would like if i didn't like react big enough they would like make me do it again they'd be like okay say that but like put your hands up and so like i would have to like do that it was crazy that's insane like oh. honestly okay i i never really knew what went on in like game shows and like reality tv very much until um i worked for a cupcake shop when i was like 16 mm. and the owner, she went on Cake Wars and she actually won. So she like went on like oh, Food wow. Network and everything. Yeah. And so she came back and told me like everything and basically how it was like super staged. Right. And like oh, everything. Yeah. And I was like, so that was my first taste into like, oh, this is how reality TV actually works. Like, <laughs> so it's not it's shocking not reality to me. at all. No, no. It's like, not shocking all. to me, but like, I don't know. It like, it just it feels weird knowing that that's like what's actually going on you know it's like really it's, funny. yeah it's yeah. like kind of acting but not really but anyway i just i think that's so cool that you got to do that like i i feel like if mtv ever reached out to me like maybe like two years two or three years ago i probably knew enough that i could have <laughs> because like, like study sheets and stuff like they sent me like study sheets like these are the questions we're gonna ask like really all these interviews like study from like these so i was like studying 21 pilots it was very funny oh wow that's actually insane that they like knowing that they send you that too because like i guess sometimes i always assume that you just kind of they're like ah we'll just see what you know but like that yeah, doesn't make no, good tv like, either so you have to like actually make sure you know what you're talking about i guess so <laughs> wow that's crazy and like i honestly spent a shitload of my free time just studying 21 pilots lore for like ever like i i literally had i think or oh no my god either. it's still like, there i have the dima org website still like bookmarked to my, oh my god. i'm like looking at it right now i can it's still there because i never wanted to lose it and i wanted to constantly it see important. it when it was, it was important for the time it it was important for the time and it's yeah. still it's still chilling on my my bookmarks bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but oh my god, that must have just been an insane, insane opportunity. Yeah. Like we, uh I, I lost the game show, but I still got paid. And they sent both of us to um to MTV Unplugged to watch them like it Whoa. was so like unbelievable. Like I was they oh my god. <laughs> you watch the taping they sat me front row and i'm in the video the whole time like you can like <laughs> that's insane so close-ups and it's so embarrassing <laughs> Honestly, like that's I'm, like, trying so, so hard insane. to contain myself that i like i wouldn't even know what to do like that and that's so funny that like that opportunity just kind of like presented itself to you because like you you'd think yeah. that like you'd have to like find that somewhere you know in like audition but like the fact that they found you like that's yeah. that's so crazy that's amazing i am eternally jealous of you but also i'm happy for you that's so cool <laughs> like i still cannot believe that happened like i'm still like in shock about it like if i talk about unplugged for too long i get like <laughs> you're like that happened that was me like, like it's, yeah. it's really bad <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You can let out your inner fangirl every once in a while. Like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm learning to try and contain mine. So, <laughs> but that's awesome. So thank you for letting me ask you about that for a little bit, because I, yeah. I literally forgot that 
like I because I, I like I said I've been following you for a while just from like water parks fandom or whatever and that just like popped into my head and I was like I have to ask about this <laughs> that's so cool all right we're gonna move on to another thing so I guess another thing I like to do on this podcast too is just like get to know artists for who they are and stuff. So what are some interests outside of music that you have? Like, what do you like to do besides just music? Um, I kind of life kind of revolves around it, to be honest. Uh, Honestly, same. So I don't know why I'm asking this question. But <laughs> like, like at first it was like going to shows and then I was making music myself and then it was like playing shows and it was, it's kind of come like full circle and yeah my life kind of revolves around it to be completely honest like well, there's nothing wrong with that i, I mean, like coffee a lot i work at starbucks but it has ooh. dwelled it has gone outside of that so yeah i'm kind of a coffee snob now Ooh, cool i i don't drink very much coffee i definitely am like a soda drinker and i drink like select monsters because i'm also very picky about like what kind of energy drinks i drink i don't know but yeah yeah peach red bull peach red bull it's so Ooh, good i've never tried that i might have to because it's I really think, it's really good Ooh, i might have to try that and yeah. i think there's a blueberry one that's pretty good too mm-hmm. i think that's a thing but yeah cool um yeah i don't know i i also just music is like everything that i love to do besides working and i i just started a job at target so yay me but um but yeah i don't know so i i work i go to shows do podcasts and if i have time for movies or whatever i do that too i guess but yeah pretty cool we're oh my god we've been talking for like an hour i just look at the clock okay we're gonna so we're gonna start wrapping this up pretty soon here but um one big question i want to ask you before we wrap this up so what would you consider to be the coolest thing that has happened in your music career thus far? Um, I got to open up for Pink Shift last year, which was super, super cool. That's insane. Uh, that was really cool. Um, How did that come to be? Literally, we replied to them on Twitter. Really? Yeah. They were like, anybody wow. want to open up for us in Austin? And I was like, yeah. And they said, cool. And we opened up for them in Austin. It was <laughs> That's so sick. Fun. Oh um, my god, I love the internet. <laughs> I've been reaching out every time we put out a new single, I send it to like a bunch of people, like Instagram yeah. DMs. Yeah. So I've gotten some responses from uh some cool people. Ooh. How about that. Um Skylar Accord, Ooh. uh, who does bass for 21 pilots right now. <sighs> he replied, he loved intoxicated. Um, so like you're like sort of you're like one step closer to like talking to tyler joseph you know like, i want you so bad i want like i, like, I think I need that before i die like i need that so bad you're like um, you're like i have to that's like my my dying wish you're like please bring me to tyler joseph yeah <laughs> um <laughs> that was really cool yeah, um, that's sick I'm trying to think of what else i don't know i mean I that's to... that's pretty fucking cool i would say like yeah. that that's so sick so yeah congratulations that must have been so awesome oh oh my god and then okay are you guys releasing any more music anytime soon yes Ooh. okay like really soon sort of soon we don't have a release date yet but we just got the last mix okay Um, sick awesome so i am looking forward to that that soon (laughs) oh amazing i can't wait that is gonna be amazing i can't wait for it all right well 
Thank you, Reese, so much for spending about an hour of time with me tonight. This has been so much fun and we had an amazing chat. So, yeah, thank you so much for being here. Sure. Um, is there anything else you want to say at all before we wrap things up? Like maybe where we can follow you, anything like that? Yeah, we're at Spontaneous TX on everything because um, Spontaneous was taken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to be releasing three more songs Ooh. in a little package with <sighs> two other songs that you know already oh amazing so a little ep action we got going yeah. on ah oh, amazing so, out for that it'll be the it's really fun so i'm really excited about it oh i can't wait i can't wait for it to come out so yeah keep me updated on that i would love to listen to it oh my god i'm so excited so <laughs> Yeah. Thank you again for being here today. Um, you've been so much fun. So yeah, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, of course. This is yeah. a really fun time. All right, everybody. That was my interview with Reese of Spontaneous. I hope you guys really enjoyed this interview. They were so fun to have on. And like I said, I've been following them in the scene for a little while now. So it was just a real treat to finally get to chat and talk about some of our interests and get to know them and their really cool band. Once again, if you want to follow them on Instagram, it is at SpontaneousTX on Instagram. They're so cool. Again, they're located in Houston, Texas. So if you're anywhere in the Texas area and you see that they've got a show coming up, make sure you hit them up. They're so cool and so amazing. I know you're going to love them. This is where I'm going to have to leave you this week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you so much for joining along with us this week and listening to our featured artist segment and learning all about the brand new releases that are going on in the pop punk scene. Make sure you visit poppunkpromo.com for everything and anything involving this podcast, including all of our previous episodes, who we've interviewed, links to their music, and the episodes themselves. I promise everything and anything you want to know about our podcast is on the website, poppunkpromo.com. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode, and we'll see you again in the next one. Make sure to be good to yourselves and each other, and we'll catch you again in two weeks. See you later. For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.